sitting across the park pretending disinterest, though he couldn't have been more obvious. Perhaps that was his intention. Intimidation. If so, it was working. Feigning difficulty, Kelly pushed herself up by one arm, supporting her stomach with the other. She headed to Deborah's bench, shaded by a palm tree, and grabbed the back of the wooden slats, exhaling with an exaggerated sigh. Whew, it's warm in the sun. Deborah barely noticed her. Mind if I share the bench? Kelly asked, sitting down. Deborah flashed an obliging smile while Kelly arched her face into the sunlight. Should she say something more? Already Kelly felt Bruce's eyes on her, decoding her mannerisms and scrutinizing her behavior for tells. A few minutes passed before Deborah looked her way and then did a double-take. I love that color. Kelly smiled. I know you do. She smoothed her skirt. Me too. Are you close to your due date? Any moment. Kelly grimaced suddenly, touching her rounded belly. Deborah slipped her phone into her purse and studied Kelly with newfound interest. Gotcha, Kelly thought. She glanced towards Sydney across the playground. Was it difficult for you? Deborah shrugged, apparently unwilling to admit she'd never given birth at all. The way I feel today, Kelly replied, this might be my first and my last. Deborah only smiled, and for the next few minutes they talked about raising babies. All the while, Kelly pretended not to notice Bruce's edging closer and closer. If she gave any hint of recognizing his function in Deborah's life, he'd surely become even more suspicious of her. Despite her rising anxiety, Kelly proceeded with her plan, skillfully leading Deborah through her carefully prepared trap door. Kelly's one-time supposed profession as a magician's assistant, and as hokey as that might have seemed, it always worked. Always. Perhaps Kelly resembled most people's image of a magician's assistant, or maybe the juxtaposition of a very pregnant woman as a once skimpily clad assistant was too bizarre not to be believed. What was that like? Deborah asked, clearly amused. Actually, I got tired of being sawed in half. Deborah laughed. At least I learned some magic myself, Kelly replied. Card tricks how to make quarters disappear, you know, that sort of thing. When Deborah's eyebrows rose, Kelly made a show of digging through her purse. Wait, I have one, Deborah said, reaching into her own purse, her eyes rapt with anticipation. She picked out a quarter and gave it to Kelly. Bruce's lips froze in a scowl. He stepped a few yards closer. Any nearer and he would be breathing down their collective necks. Kelly could imagine his wolf-like eyes behind the shades, glaring at her, ready to pounce at the first sign of trouble. Kelly maneuvered the quarter between her fingers, back and forth, back and forth, a trick that had taken six months to learn. Then, voila, she promptly made it disappear. She held up her hands, twisting them in the sun, showing her palms and the back of her hand. Deborah's eyes grew wider. Nice!
Next, Kelly reached behind Deborah's ear and produced the quarter to her amazement. Kelly offered the coin to Deborah, who refused. My little girl would love this trick. Deborah called to her daughter, standing in the shadow of the boulder, sharing conspiratorial whispers with her friends. Coming, Mom. By now, Bruce had dropped all pretenses and was standing two feet away. He leaned over and whispered in Deborah's ear, undoubtedly concerned about the strange woman. Kelly noticed his muscular biceps as they strained against his leather jacket and could even smell his musky alpha male cologne from where she sat. She could see a slight bulge under his arm. Apparently, Ernie was right. Bruce never left home without his Glock. Seemingly annoyed, Deborah waved him off. Reluctantly, Bruce took a few steps back, but continued his iron stare in Kelly's direction. Deborah